Dating Skills Review, the central source for dating advice for men, brings you the Dating Skills Podcast. Hey there, this is Angel Donovan from Dating Skills Review, and today we have Mihao from Mihao TV. Hey, Mihao. Hey, hey. Hey, it's good to have you on. Thanks for coming. No worries. Good. Mihao's launched a couple of programs over the last year, year and a half, called The Wonder System and NSA, No Strings Attached. The specific aspects of these are that they're focused more on girlfriends. So the subject we're going to talk about today is girlfriends, how to get them, how to keep them, getting your ex back, and you know, also like if, if you want to date multiple girls, why would you do that, and how would you do it? So what is the biggest differences in approach for uh, getting a girlfriend versus just hooking up with a girl? You know, if there's, if there's a girl that, you know, you're just a, a bit interested in, you just want to hook up, you know, do you approach it differently from a girl that you're really serious about and, you know, you really think that this girl is going to be important to you and uh, maybe you've got ideas about, you know, getting married or something crazy like that, um, but whatever it is, you're serious about it and, you know, you really want it to work out. So ironically, if you really want to get a girl as a girlfriend, the pickup should be the same as if you're just trying to pick her up for a hookup. Mm-hmm. The the differences come basically during the pickup. There's only one sort of key place where I make it obvious. If it's just a hookup, I say I'm not boyfriend material, mm-hmm. right? And that actually makes the pickup usually tighter. Yeah, and um, because basically it's an IOD why she's already into you because you say this like you know three four five six seven eight hours in like you know sometime you know on a day two or if it's just like SNL like you know you're a couple hours into it that's when you say stuff like that and that tends to make a girl that's only wants a hookup you know be chill with it and it tends to make a girl that wants you to be the boyfriend like chase you a little harder um, but it can also blow out a uh, a boyfriend set, right, or, or a set where you know you, you can become the boyfriend. So if, if it's a girl I'm genuinely interested in, I'll just say something like, you know, I really love your personality and you know these X Y qualities about you are like really hilarious and make me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then ju- you just qualify, right? You don't say anything else because basically, like qualification is the only thing you really need to get a woman to convince a woman that you're into her for more than just her looks. Yeah, and. And that's something that, you know, will start sort of twiddling the, the hey, I want to get with this guy sort of permanently vibe. But that's really, that's the only difference. I mean, it's a small tactical difference. It's, you know, whether you say, I'm not boyfriend material or not, because you're constantly qualifying anyway, right? Or you should be. Like, even mm-hmm. if it's an SNL, I'm, like, constantly qualifying. Okay, so, 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 so you've you just got, you know, a fair bit of terminology there. I just wanted to uh, clear up. The main thing you're talking about here is, is qualifying. Which is, you know, you're talking about in terms of qualifying to the girl that you're interested in her for more than just her looks, right? You, you're basically giving reasons for your interest in her by asking her questions about herself or telling her that um, you're interested in her because of something specific that, you know, that in her personality or in the vibe between you. Right. So, I mean... It'd be, I guess it'd be good for your uh, viewers to explain qualification a bit, right? Because most guys that are starting out completely don't know what it is, and it, it's something that is really important. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing it for so long now that it's just like second nature. So I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm like, I just qualify. Just just go ahead and qualify. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> there is really – qualification is simply judging like a, a quality that, that she has about her. It's a positive quality, particularly from the point of view of like a girlfriend-oriented pickup. And it's important for SNLs. And girlfriend type stuff, but for, for girlfriend, she really, really, really has to know yeah. that you're into her for more than just her looks. Because sometimes for an SNL, like with party girls and stuff, they don't really care that much. Like sometimes you just want cock. Although pretty much, I've never had a situation where qualification hurt me. Like it, it's just, it's always good. You should always do it, mm-hmm. right? So when you qualify, you're just looking for positive qualities about you. You don't have to ask a question to see them. I mean, a lot of times you can just be like, I love your smile. Like you just qualify on something she is that isn't, isn't like, you know, you're hot and I want to fuck you type, type stuff. Right. So when you're qualifying, what you want to do is you want to positively describe the quality 
that you observed in her or she told you about or you asked her about? Mm-hmm. Like, what's your favorite thing to do ever? She's like, I love to travel. Yeah. You know what? I, I absolutely love girls to travel. It's so awesome. We're going to go all over the world and have incredible adventures together. So that's an example of being a positive qualification. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, once you're done with the positive qualification of whatever quality you just qualified, you want to leave her suspended between hope and doubt. Like, we'll travel the world together and it'll be totally awesome. But I don't know if it'll work out because you look kind of like you like to get in arguments. So we're going to argue all the time. And, you know, at that point, you can also get closer to her, get, like, you know, very physical. And you just be like, are we going to argue all the time? And it just, like, amps that up. So the pattern for qualification is IOI, then IOD. It's indicator of interest to the quality, the indicator of disinterest. So it's, like, positive to negative. And the reason you do that is you don't want her to think that she's got you, right? Because the second a girl knows she's got you, like, everything starts to die down. Like, you want to be the higher social value you know, person, you want her to chase you. You don't want to be selling anything, right? So the second you say to a girl, oh, I like you, generally the pickup will start to, you know, immediately kind of stale right there. Um, ultimately, the way she's got to figure out that you like her is when you stick your dick in her, right? Like, that's the ultimate I like you, right? Mm-hmm. That's, you know, after that, you can tell her you like her because after that, everything flips. Like, once a, you know, g- girl has sex with a guy, then all of a sudden she stops thinking about, well, is this the, you know, all the reasons why not to get with this guy? And now she starts thinking all the reasons why she did get with this guy, right, and why he's awesome. So from a how-to-get-a-girlfriend point of view, you actually want to sleep with her as fast as humanly possible because that's usually when the sort of bullshit of the pickup stops and the real relationship begins. Like after the sex, you know, everybody just drops the act, like both the guy and the girl. Mm-hmm. So, you know, ironically, you know, the way you get girlfriends is just by being a really good pickup artist. And then once you have her, that's when, you know, a game gets very different between sort of a girl you want to sleep with once a week versus a girl that you want to, you know, move into your house or have her come over three times or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? But that's the basis of qualification. Like another example of sort of humorous qualification, the pattern I usually use is I'll, 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 I'll get a quality from her, whether I ask a question or not. Like last night some, a girl told me she worked at Wells Fargo. She was a banker. Um, and she says, hey... You know, I'm a banker, and I do math good. I'm like, that's awesome. That totally turns me on. Like, I love I love nerds. I love nerdy girls. But, you know, what would be weird is we're in bed together, and you start, like, counting all the all the tiles in the ceiling. And so she's, she, she, she laughs at the IOD, and she accepts the IOI, right? And that keeps her suspended between hope and doubt. The one exception to that rule is when you're talking about, like, things that are super, super important to her. Mm-hmm like core values, like, you know, fundamental need stuff like freedom or um, wanting to be loved. Uh, core value stuff, like things that you think are super important to her, you just IOI. And I only do that, like, once during the pickup. So, for example, if a girl says I love to travel, what she's really usually saying is I actually like to be free. Mm-hmm. And, Makes uh, sense. And so then I'll say, well, you know what? I totally love hanging around people that are free. Like I surround myself with, you know, with free people. And it's just a beautiful thing. And she'll be like, you know what? That's amazing. Like I'm really into that. And all of a sudden you have this like big bond, right? But I don't directly IOI the quality. I don't say to her at that point, hey, I really like the fact that your fundamental need is the need for freedom, right? It's, 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 uh, I, I go about a roundabout way. I, you know, I say I love to surround myself with people that have this X, Y, Z fundamental quality. So uh, that's the thing that uh, that's you know really useful in terms of qualifications. So there's qualification. And sometimes if you're like stalled out and you don't know what to, you know, she's not qualifying, just ask her. Okay, so so let's let's move just a bit back on 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 that part where you said that you know you you qualify you qualify a bit differently when it comes to a core value. And you mm-hmm. don't add in the indicator of disinterest, the IOD, the thing that keeps it suspended between hope and doubt. Um, wh- wh- what's the difference? Why, why do you have to do that? What's the difference between uh, – because if something that's really important to her, you don't want to make a joke out of it, right? You don't want to IOD it. Mm-hmm. Right? right. Like most of the things she tells you should be like light, fluffy kind of fun things. Yeah. Uh, but some of the things, you know, she should uh, very definitely – um, very definitely make happen 
Oh, sorry, <laughs> I got somebody texting me here about the launch, but <laughs> get back to it. All right. So the core values you have to just be positive with, but you can't be overtly positive with it because you can't you can't say oh I love you because of that because then again then it kills the the entire hope and doubt right right. So so basically you know it's really easy to IOI IOD if you got to IOI something subtly you do it in a roundabout way for example by saying that you hang out with people that have that quality and you really admire it right right so it's it's, it's avoiding talking about her directly right right exactly okay that's good so. So yeah, so that's that's the jam. And in terms of you know how do you elicit stuff, you know if there was a wanted poster, how do you elicit qualification information, mm-hmm. data from her? It's, you know you can ask questions or you, it just comes up with conversation. But question example questions are, you know, if there's a wanted poster of you on that wall behind you, what would you be wanted for? You know, if you had a special secret superpower, what would it be? Or simply, what do you do for work? What's the funnest thing that you've ever done? Um, where do you like to travel? Like what's the coolest place you've been to? Right, so those are all questions that will elicit answers that you can qualify on. Right, so the purpose of those questions are to get her to say something that you can then qualify easily. You can then say, yeah, I, you know, I, I like that. All right, that's a, that makes it easy. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, it's pretty straightforward and clear. And so what, what you were saying earlier is that um, qualifications a bit more important when it comes to girlfriends and is it you was you were saying that you should qualify a bit differently if, if you're really serious about the girl no no it's not that okay on, on SNL you still want to it's it's not the type of girl that you want to qualify differently yeah it's the type of information that the girl's giving you regardless okay. of the type of pickup this is that you want to qualify differently okay. like even total sluts have fundamental needs Right. Right. Like generally, maybe it's a need for love and affection or freedom. Like you know, total party girls tend to want, really want to be free and they want to get fucked a lot. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I would say if she starts talking about, you know, just if, if if I feel she's that type of person, I'll I'll say for example, you know, I, I love surrounding myself with passionate, loving people. You know that that just. They uh they love with, with without really thinking about the consequences. Those are the best kind of people, and that's the best mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm. Have you got anything to say about selection? Because we're talking about different types of girls here. You know, you, you made references to you know party girls who, you know, are probably in a different stage of their life, or you know they just have different ideas of lifestyle versus uh, say, you know, um, you know a professional I don't know lawyer in, in New York City who's got a, you know a pretty serious lifestyle. And obviously, isn't partying, uh, you know, thanks to her career and stuff. So, have you got, you know, any any advice about how you should select women that you you are interested in for a girlfriend, or how you should approach it differently depending on the type of woman? I generally just calibrate my level of material to like. I mean, pretty much, I just do live pickup. I don't do a lot of whole. Like, I mean, if you do an online game, for example, you can kind of select. A little bit you know who she is yeah and but ultimately they all respond to you know high impact openers they all respond to emotional stimulation mm-hmm. so like the difference between say an intellectual girl and a girl that just likes to party is you know the party girl will just have a lot of emotional conversation and have a lot of fun with her and I won't get much into like logical stuff yeah whereas like an intellectual girl I'll you know I'll give her a little more real data a little less emotional um, in just just emotional stimulation. So, but in terms of like, if you were watching me do a pickup, you probably could almost not tell the difference because it's not like I'm sitting there measuring. You know, all right, well, I've given her this much emotional stimulation. Now it's time to talk logically. Like pretty much everything I say is emotionally stimulating. Mm-hmm. It's just like you know, if she gives me sort of a logical response and looks like she's looking for a logical answer, a girl that's you know more sort of mature, I'll I'll I'll. I'll maybe mess with her just a notch less. Like I'll tease her a little less. I'll I'll, I'll be edgy a little less. Yeah. And I'll give her like comfort elements more, right? So it's like she wants real data. Like this is true for say older women. Like if you're picking up cougars or like women that are like 35 or older, they tend to just be more direct, right? right? So whereas like a girl that is young, yet you know, when you mess with her, she generally thinks it's all positive. Like a, a 35 mm. woman might get a little more frustrated with that, right? Yeah. But you can tell that just like right in feel. Like you don't really have to have I don't have like a preset game plan because I've also gone to plenty of sets where like there's a thirty five year old party girl, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, so it's really hard 
until you're in the moment, you can't really sort of pre-plan it, right? It's, you, ba you basically just you just calibrate. Like, and the way I calibrate is, you know, I'll sort of run my default happy, fun, awesome game, and 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 you know, get really close to her and get very physical. And depending on her reactions, then you know, then I might tone down down a notch. But ultimately, it all kind of looks like the same thing. And I'm not even sure if it really makes that much difference. Like, other than if you're getting a lot of negative reactions to what you're doing in a pickup, you should stop doing those things, right? <laughs> like, right, right, right. If, you, if you completely ignore the feedback she's giving you, um, then then you're then you're going to be done. But you know, understand that like when you, when you have a tight pickup and she's into you, and you and you say something wrong she doesn't like, the tip of the reaction you get, you're like, you're such an asshole. I love you, right? That's kind of what it's like an IOD with an IOI in it. Like she likes that. The thing is, most women are attracted to you know, a little bit of an edge, you know, a little bit of a bad boy attitude. So when you screw up, sometimes you're just doing that, and it actually helps to pick up. Mm -hmm. So the point is you just got to, you know, read her emotional state, right? You basically just have to, you know, figure out where she's at. And she's just pretty much going to tell you. Like, if you screw up, a lot of times she'll be like, oh, I didn't like that. That's not hot or whatever. Right. So, so, you're, so you're saying she'll tell you directly? Or, 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 or eye contact, or like, oh, uh, that was weird, or, you know, she'll just switch topics, like, or, or any any of the, you know, different types of ideas. She might lean back, she might stop, mm -hmm. stop, right? So this is all the things that you're, you know, looking for. Any indicator of disinterest from her is generally, you know, she's either teasing you, in which case it'll be playful and fun plus an indicator of disinterest, or it's just an IOD. If it's just an IOD, you just have to watch out for those and then calibrate accordingly. Well, that's a good that's a good distinction. I think, you know, it's, it's that's helpful for a lot of guys that, you know, there's different types of IODs. There's, uh, there's the one where she could be teasing you and it's not necessarily so bad. So, you know, it's more playful, as you said, right? right. Or if it's just a plain IOD, then that's more of a negative sign and it's pro probably a sign that, you know, whatever you're doing isn't the way to continue to approach it. Right, and another way to sort of explain, like this is another reason why you don't really have to think about this stuff beforehand is, you know, if she likes to tease, generally she'll, she'll if you, she likes being teased, generally she'll tease you back, and then the appropriate response for her teasing you is you tease her harder. Right. So it's it's just sort of, you know, her behavior drives what you're doing next, right? So you know, with a girl that's like a you know high-impact sort of party girl and she's got a lot of social skills, there'll be a lot of, she'll essentially be dropping a lot of game on me, you know, mm -hmm. on the player. And so then you just drop a bunch of game on her, whereas a girl that's, like, sort of, you know, more shy and more demure will, will not be doing that, right? They, they still, you should still tease both girls, but obviously the one that's the party girl, you're going to tease way more. But you make that decision, you know, right, right in field, right? It's, it's basically, I mean, the way I teach guys game to be sort of maximally natural is I teach them sort of the default. All right, this is the default pickup. Yep. This is how you start off, and then this is how you calibrate. Like when X happens, this is what this is what you do. When mm -hmm. a girl's teasing you, their their proper response is tease her back, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, for example, if she's like, "I don't like your shoes," I'd be like, "I don't like your face," right? And and we continue. Right, which is directly uh, teasing teasing her back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So that's um, and I like the way you put it. I haven't heard it um, put that way before. That makes it uh, very clear to guys. But it's also interesting that you know, basically, you're saying that the girl creates def defines the way you're going to communicate with her, right? By the way she's communicating yeah, yeah, with you. Exactly, right? Because you're always free associating off what she just said. Usually, right, I mean, right. our mid game is very like. It's very technical in the sense mm. that I always know what I'm doing. Like I know, I always know what I'm doing next. And and yeah. every time she gives me a response, I have like three or four optimal paths that are probably correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and so, but the free association is, you know, it, it, it essentially, you know, what you do is, is driven by what she's saying. So an intellectual girl will tend to have more normal sort of comfort-based conversation, mm. whereas a party girl will tend to tease with tease you more, be more of a bitch, and try to out dominate you. Right. And so mm -hmm. obviously it, it's like if she's trying to dominate you and then you free associate into like a comfort story about middle school, you're just going to, you know, kill your set. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And the whole point of free association is that, you know, the rule is, is you, you, you can switch different communication elements. So, for example, it's like you can go from comfort to something sexual as long as they share some sort of topical you know, topical, um, they share some sort of topical uh, link between them, right? So it's like you can't just completely arbitrarily free association into, into something, 
you know, totally different. So the actual technical description of the sort of miscalibration, if somebody says, oh, I said the wrong thing, the wrong type of girl, usually what they mean is they just simply incorrectly free associated. Mm. But what that means is that all you have to do to do it right is just correctly free associate. You know, you know, it strikes me, this is you know, kind of off topic from what we want to say, but it, it, it kind of strikes me that this is probably one of the biggest issues that I've, you know, seen guys come across is that when they start studying, like, dating advice, pickup advice, all, all this stuff, they tend to learn, you know, read about a system and learn about the system. Um, and then I, I think they kind of stop calibrating, right? To, to the woman because they've learned this stuff which you know is like oh this attracts women and they kind of do that irrespective of how the girls reacting to them is, is that something you've seen yeah but I mean there's an explanation for that too uh, because it the the pre you know the stacking the stuff you're talking about where somebody's just like you know gunning through routines and stuff yeah that is um, works great in attraction. The reason it works great in attraction is in attraction, you almost don't care what her response is, mm-hmm. right? Because in attraction, all you really want her to do is laugh, right? Like laugh and, and say, and basically IOI you. Like that's really all you expect in the first two, three minutes of a pickup. Okay. So if you have a really tight stack, you know, what we, we teach guys is soundbite stacking. Like we teach guys, all right, this is the two-second thing you're going to say to her now. And because it's so predictable what her response is, you can then string those sound bites into what we call a stack, right? And this is different from a routine stack because like a routine stack in the sort of classical sense generally tends to be like a longer routine where you, you just kind of talk for a while. Mm-hmm. And we've completely, like, I just completely don't do that game anymore. I haven't done it in like five years. I mean, that's kind of like, a, you would call it classic mystery method, like long opinion openers. Right. Um, the, the, the reason that they don't work that well is because you're doing a lot of the talking and they're not doing much reacting, so there's an imbalance and sort of effort in the pickup. Like, you're doing all the work and they're not doing any, and, and, then, and then sort of lose the set. When you shorten up what you're saying, it makes the effort seem equal, and it makes it even more equal when you start to you know, do stuff that what we call, you know, like massively self-amusing, right? right. Where, where you say stuff that really you could be saying in a mirror because it's freaking funny. And she knows it, right? And, yeah. and, and when that happens, it's just off the material. Like, I'll be like, Debbie, Debbie from middle school, you look so much hotter without the braces. And I'll just say that's like a random girl. Yeah. And she'll start laughing. And she knows that I'm doing it for fun for me. So, you know, in that sense, the automated stuff works as long as you're self-amusing and you have a tight stack and, you know, her reactions are predictable. However, 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 and like, I want to push back just a bit on here because especially yeah. with, with girlfriends, I, I think... If you take that too far and you you kind of don't back away from it, you just kind of continue with it and you don't calibrate um, like we were talking about a second ago, that's when you start getting a, uh, how would you say, a lot more crazy pickup. You're kind of, you're introducing her into a state which is a lot harder to manage and she can go kind of more emotional in, in different ways and it can just kind of make it, uh, it can introduce more elements into it, so you know she, different behaviors. She can start acting a bit more crazy and going one way or the other, the other acting dramatic, and, and start maybe testing you more. Um, yeah, and, but that's like I mean, so if a girl starts going that way, and if there's more emotional stimulation, that's always good for the pickup, and it's irrelevant whether you want to make her a girlfriend or an SNL. Really? Right. I have plenty of girls that have been my girlfriends for years that I, I picked up with like. If you saw the pickup, you'd be like, wow, it's a lot of buying temperature game, right? You'd be like, wow, they're just really having a great time, and that's it. Yeah. Like, the, the style of pickup, the initial pickup pre-sex, like, has no bearing on what the final outcome is in terms of her, you know, being your girlfriend or not, as long as it's a good pickup. Like, right. as long as, you you know, she's really, really into you. So, I like it when they start to act crazy. I like it when they start to act dramatic. You, you know, just- to... To, to answer your question, though, yeah. about, you know, guys sort of being stuck in the, you know, miscalibrated because of material, the stacking stuff I'm talking about, we only do for the first two or three minutes. You know, sometimes just the first minute. After that, everything, the entire relationship, everything that's going on is based on what she just said. And basically, I just have rules for, you know, this is what you free associate, you know, in this t- type of communication. This is what you free associate in this type of communication. It's you know, pretty straightforward, like. All this is actually in both both the Wonder and the NSA system. There's nine different types of communication. I basically teach you how to how to do the free association. And I do like a 
a demo on a live girl, you know, for yeah. like two yeah. hours, where I sit there and just like, <laughs> we just go back and forth. And that girl happened to be, uh, you know, a girl that responded really well to buying temperature. She's kind of a player and, and, uh, and, you know, she teased me a lot back. It was sort of an extreme example, which you have to deal with at the same time. Like, you know, she's a girl that wants a relationship, right? So again, there's really no, there's really no like preconceived, okay, well, it's a party girl. That means she must be off on relationships. No, completely not true. Right. Or she's a, you know, librarianship or a lawyer. She doesn't want to have fun. Totally not true. Right. So, you know, the point is, is that as soon as you're done with attraction, after that, you have to calibrate to what she just said, because if you're not taking the value she's giving you and turning it into something else constantly for hours at a time, yeah. then she feels like that's the technical definition of miscalibration. Like she'll talk about, you know, a story about how she went to an orchard when she was a kid. And then you just start talking about cars, right? Like she'll be like, what the, what's wrong with this guy? Even if the, if the car story is amazing, right? It just, it just makes no sense, right? So you can take a terrific piece of material and like, you know, completely blow yourself out of a set by using material in the wrong way. So for example, she starts, you know, telling a story about, you know, she went to an orchard when she was a little kid. She had apples, or there was an apple orchard in her, back, you know, in her parents' backyard or, or family farm, for example, right? And you're like, you know, what's amazing? The other night I was at the traffic light, and there was these carload of girls right next to me, mm-hmm. and then, you know, they were all giggling at me and stuff, and I just kind of ignored it. But anyway, then the light turned green, and they went smack right into the car in front of them. Like that's a great story. That's a great piece of material, but it's got nothing to do with the story she just said. Right. So the way you calibrate. okay, so now I'm going to give you an example of how I would calibrate the orchard story. If a party girl said it versus if like a nursing student lawyer chick said it. Right. So if a party girl's like, yeah, you know, I used to when I was a kid, like I asked her about, you know, what was her favorite thing to do as a kid? She was like, well, when I, you know, I grew up on a farm and we had this apple orchard and like every Sunday yep. we'd go pick apples. Yeah. So as a, as a, as a party girl, I, I would just say, so, so you were introduced to the Garden of Eden at a very early age. Right. And, and she'd get that. She'd be like, haha, that's really, that's really funny. Right. So I'm taking her comfort element and I'm turning into something like actually sexual essentially. Mm-hmm. Right. And she'd be like, that's per- per- pervian. And, you know, she, she might say that's pervian. I would, like, play it up. I, w- I would say, you know, well, you know, it's so much hotter when it's illegal. You know, I have a totally non-creepy van out back, you know, in a, in a dark alley. Let's go. <laughs> right? So, and, and, like, a party girl will get all that. And as long as, I mean, the other thing I got a caveat, like, when I give extreme verbal examples like that, mm-hmm. you really you have to be extremely, like, your whole presence, like, she has to be into you if you're saying stuff like that. Like, you can't, oh, actually, it's, uh, this is, like, girl calling. Uh, wow, I could actually run the game on here right now. Um, you won't be able to hear what she's saying, but let's let's give this a shot. Uh, <laughs> hey, hold on a second. Hello? Hey, hey. Um, Dave doesn't want to go out tonight, so I'm just going to be free. I'm just going to be free. I'm going to be free to party with you and your girlfriend, but when you're picking up at the airport. What did I say? Did you not hear what I just said? Do I have to give you a new hearing aid? (laughs) Damn. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring like a like a triple phone carrier. I'm gonna bring three big guys that are gonna like take your phone from me. Alright, alright. Um uh, so settle down there. Alright, so what's the what's the plan? So what's the plan? <laughs> what's, the, what's the plan? So you're picking up your friend who's Okay, and she's really skinny and we're gonna have to take her to the ice cream place. I think your girlfriend. <laughs> no, I did not call you fat. I, I said your friend was skinny. Hello, Beavis, settle down, settle down. What did you do? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you did not just say that. All right, so so what, what time are we meeting up? <laughs> hey, babe, babe. Okay, I'm listening. Go ahead. That is awesome. 
So do you have these awesome new shoes? Are you going to show them to me tonight? The shoes. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, so you're, so you're going to leave, like, more shoes at my house now. You're going to leave more shoes at my house, and I'm going to have to, like, make a special, like, shoe closet for you. <laughs> it's chill. They're... they're no, they're nice. This is the picture is kind of shitty. Like, I'm not a professional shoe photographer. <laughs> oh, did you not just say that? You're so getting spanked tonight. You're so getting spanked tonight for all the all the mouthing off. <laughs> I said you're getting spanked, and, and and then you said, "Do you want to bang?" That's how you, you always mishear stuff. And it's awesome because you always mishear it in a sexual way. I'll be like, do you want to get spanked? <laughs> and you're like, do I want to bang? I'm like, yeah, of course you want to bang. I know you always want to bang. That's why I like you. All right, so what time are we meeting up, babe? Babe, what time are we meeting up? What time are we meeting up? Yes, I'm here. Ten. Ten is perfect, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll go to, I mean, usually I go to Roosevelt, but uh, Cat House will be cool. So yes, yeah, so should I, should I, 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 I've never been there either, so let's go there together. And if it, if it sucks, we can go to an ice cream place and fatten your friend up. If it's, <laughs> no, I said, if it sucks, pay attention. <laughs> I said, you put me on speaker, that's awesome. Ever since Dave touched it, it must be, like, it, it hates life now, right? No, I was saying, if the cat house sucks. <laughs> yes, that's what I said. I want to bang you at cat house. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> okay, cool. That's awesome. So we'll bring your friend, and I'll bang you at cat house, and I guess she'll watch, and it'll be awesome. No, I said just bang you, but if your friend wants to join us, I guess it's okay. Is she cool? <laughs> okay, well, I'll, I'll only steal minor property from you today, like change. I won't take your phone. I'll just... I'll t I'll, I'll, I'll take your change and your lipstick. We'll, we'll slowly... <laughs> Everything is chill. All right, so you want me to pick you up? You just want to let me just, yeah, that would actually be best. I'll pick you up. Or you're going to be at your house with your friend? Okay. Well, we have room for three girls in the, in the car, as long as none of them are fat. Can we what? Yeah, we can totally put the top down. Yeah, no, no, it's the back seat's not that great. So we'll just put, we'll put the top down. All right. So I'll pick you up at 10. Yeah. Cool. All right. Have fun shoe shopping. Bye. So basically, anyway, I'm back. Um, yeah, cool. Can you just give us a quick context to that? Um, you know, what, what's the previous relationship and what's the kind of situation? Right, so, like, one thing to sort of back up on is just to finish the talk about, um, sure, sure. you know, just calibrating in mid-game. So, basically, you just want to free associate off what she just said in an appropriate way. Mm. So, um, I was giving you an example about the orchard, and I gave you, like, the party girl example, and then right then, the party girl called me. Okay. The thing is, I'm basically in a relationship with the party girl, and if I wanted to make her my girlfriend, I could. This one's kind of nuts, um, mm. so it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> just because I, I like she's just too crazy for me like she, you know she's super fun but it's like as that conversation was happening she was like talking to her friends you know driving like it's just how she roll right and mm -hmm. you know probably not great like you know girlfriend material because then you got to manage that all the time but there's also like other party girls that have different modes this girl doesn't really okay <laughs> but anyway I'll, I'll get back to like what the what the context for that was, but um, 
the, you know, then to calibrate the orchard story from more intellectual girl, you know, I, I could free associate in a completely different way and just say, well, you know what? I totally love going home to my parents and, and hanging out with them because that's, that's what that experience is, is you know, totally about for me. So the one time on Christmas and I'll go into like a funny Christmas story, right? So you saw like the big difference, like there's emotional stimulation in both, but one's kind of more calibrated towards the super fun party girl and the other one's calibrated towards like the normal shit. Right, right. Because we've, we've been talking about two types of calibration. Like we were talking about the topic, like, you know, you don't go off on a tangent, start talking about a completely different topic without some kind of connection uh, on, on those topics. And then there's the emotional bit, right, which is where we started at kind of the... The beginning of this. Yeah, so you could, you, I mean, if you want to, uh, the, the model that I use sort of in field is a little more specific because if I just say a guy, be more emotional and then do this with the topic, it's insufficient data for them to figure out what they have to do, right? So yeah. I'm a little more specific, but you're, you're correct that those are roughly the two axes, right? Mm -hmm. There's basically like what she just said, you're taking her topic and you're and you're doing a delta between what she just said topically, right? So you're doing some some change. And it can't be too crazy because then it seems weird. And it yeah. can't be the same because then it seems like you're seeking rapport and you're mirroring. Mm -hmm. And the same thing happens with the with the emotional the level of emotional content, which the term I use for that is called emotional value velocity. It's like the rate of emotional stimulation. You can have it you know, be cranked up to five or you can have it cranked up to 11, you know, on a scale of one to 10. And basically mm. these two examples kind of show you the difference between like, oh, well, this is a two and this is an 11. And some girls will respond more to 11 and you just got to sit there and hit the 11 button all the time. And right. other girls will, you know, respond more to two. But ultimately at some point in the pickup, all girls respond to 11. Like, it's not like you just keeping that, you know, you want to keep that volume knob rotating as you go through the pickup, you know, we just want to set it at one thing and be like, all right, well, if I set it to 11 for the party girl, it's calibrated. Right. Like, however, however, different girls have kind of different baselines where they start off and, and also kind of like they spend more time in different emotional zones. Would you say that's true? Right. So then to just give you an example of what just happened right there, yeah. like this girl is, you know, very unpredictable in terms of what, like sometimes... There was one point in the conversation mm. where I was just like hammering the emotional button and she was like, babe, babe, stop, stop. Like, what are you doing? Like, I just want to talk about how you're going to pick me up. Like, why are you being a weirdo? Right. <laughs> like two seconds before she was completely down for the exact same type of communication. Yeah. Right. So this is an example of like, so she, then she's just like, why are you being a weirdo? So she's kind of IODing me. So then I, I, I IOD her too, but I tone it down a bit. Mm. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'm, I don't remember what I said, but I think I said something like, I'm going to have to bring the whip. You know, or I'm gonna have to bring three like big beefy dudes to steal your stuff. There was a this is the girl I'm sleeping with, and there was an incident where she was like on her phone, obnoxiously on her phone. So I I uh, like one of my wings was nearby, and he like picked up her phone. He's just like, oh cool phone. I was like, uh, take it, take the phone. <laughs> and and he t and ran off with it, and then she got super pissed off and like basically stomped off, and I ended up like charging another set. But then like. She came, like, today we talked and we worked it all out, and she was, like, apologized for, you know, well, being a bitch and storming off, and I apologized for jacking her phone. Then again, I was like, don't, you know, when I'm hanging out with you, you can't be on your phone half the time. Right, because, right, so, you know, that, that, that stuff's funny, but it was kind of what I was relating to earlier, is, like, you know, when, when you do that, you do that stuff, it can introduce uh, more craziness. As you just put it into the into the conversation, so they're going to tend to go more different ways, and then you're going to have to control that. And it, especially in a relationship, um, that that really isn't probably something that you're looking for, right? Because it can be distracting. No, no, I'm, I'm completely okay with it because the yeah. biggest problem with the relationships is getting stale. So every time there's an easy opportunity to have a bunch of emotional stimulation, I take it. Mm. Right? At the same time, you also want to be with a girl where you can just like lay there, say nothing, and she's still cool. Like that's kind of like the relationship test for me because I don't want to constantly be working. Right, right. Like, mm. like, I don't want to sit there and be like, all right, what do I say next to make your like start laughing really hard? Like, that's not really, you know, the way to go. Yeah. Right. So, but that's, like, you know, there are girls that are basically extremely difficult to have relationships with for this reason, and mm. they tend to be party girls. Like, normal girls tend to be less fun, less emotionally stimulating, maybe even more boring for the guy. Right. Yeah. Less work, right, at the same time. So. Totally. What I was looking for is like the happy medium, and like that particular girl, amongst the sort of you know three I'm seeing right now, she's she's too uh, 
she's a little crazy. Like she's she's too 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 high value velocity all the time, right? Right, but which, it's, which is fun for us, right? Especially I guess when you first start uh, meeting, picking up girls, you know, you're kind of more into that. But after a while, you know, you want you that want other to, part of the relationship where like, you can relax sometimes too. Yeah, and you want a girl, and with her, it's like. She relaxes after she gets lots of sex, um, but <laughs> but otherwise not. <laughs> but otherwise, you know, there isn't a whole lot of chillness going on. All right, right. So, so that's that's kind of selection, right? We're talking about selection, right? right? And then there's like two other girls that like I have that are just not that they're that much fun, but they can turn it off, right? So it's you know it's just a matter of selection. Not so much a matter of calibration because you're you're really calibrating to what just happened. Like that's what you're calibrating. You're not calibrating to her type. Once you get to know her, you can kind of expect like how she's gonna go. Yeah. So you can be prepared for it, but ultimately, mm. you know, there's you don't have a hundred percent you know predictive ability, right? So so you just you just go with the moment. Like that's what I train guys to do is not to think about like okay, well, what type of girl is she? What do I gotta do to get this type of girl? Because that's really not the relevant question. The relevant question is what's the appropriate response to what she just did, mm-hmm. and that's what you're training on. And then, okay, so, uh, so how important would you say calibration is, like compared to other aspects, this type of calibration? I mean, if, if calibration is appropriate for association, then it's pretty much the be all end all. I mean, it's like ninety percent of the pickup. Right, I would, I would agree with that. I just I just think people don't emphasize that enough. I don't hear about it enough, and um, so I just wanted you to say that. Okay, cool. Uh, let's let's go uh, attack another subject. Um, so, girlfriend. Okay, right. There's this. This is you know. There's this girl you're really interested in, and you know you really like her to be your girlfriend, and you don't want to take any risks, right? Because this is what I found about your Wonder System program. That's that's yeah. the focus it has. It's like um, you know that this is your one girl, one itis. You know the the, the, root, yeah, exactly. the one that you're interested in. Yeah. Right. So you don't want to take any risks. So uh, that's a little. So it it emphasizes an approach, uh, which the goal I understood it as is is really to reduce the risks of messing it up to as low as possible. And maybe it takes a bit longer, but. Um, the goal was just to try and you know limit those risks. Is 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 that how you designed it? Or that's is that... it's just like the wonder system is basically designed how to you know how to do a pickup for for a girlfriend. I wouldn't yeah. say less risk is the key to it. Okay. I would say that the key to it is not disqualifying yourself as a uh, as a you know sort of permanent you know, relationship suitor. And so I just I leave all the sort of playery stuff out of it. Okay, so, so what what would be playery stuff? Um, excessive jealousy, mm-hmm. like excessive, you know, going around the club, like picking up, you know, getting you know six other phone numbers in the night. You're meeting her, you know. It's like okay, I so guess. let's start with just that, right? So sh- should should you be taking other numbers in front of her, you know, if, if she's that kind of you, you're the interest in that? Is that is that is that a risk? Or because you know a lot of people talk about the power of jealousy, um, getting girls more interested in you if you're taking numbers. But in you know in your experience, is is that something you want to do if you're interested in her as a girlfriend? You still want to get jealousy always on on the beginning pickup. It's just you don't want to overdo it. Like a party girl will be more tolerant of you talking to other girls because she'll be like, whatever, I'm just going to talk to other guys. I'm going to talk to my girlfriends, right? Right. Whereas a girl that's like really into you may, you know, may may sort of disqualify you like oh he's too much of a player right 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 so then so, again it's calibration right so there i'm calibrating to the type of girl almost which is you know it's ironic i just said that because i kind i was kind of saying it's not really all that important but there's one example where it is right so um yeah so i mean that's a, just a reasonable calibration i wasn't even like that's what i normally do in field but like i wasn't even conscious of it so thanks for mm-hmm. pointing it out Right, like if I'm with a raging party girl, I don't care how much jealousy I get; it's all okay. If I'm with a girl that's like more chill and mellowed out, more sophisticated, yep. then I do less jealousy. Well, yeah, I guess the reason I bring that up is like I've been living in Asia for a long time, and uh, the the cultural difference is it provides more extremes in in the way girls are, right? And they you get very traditional types, which you probably haven't seen over in the U.S. 
because um, it, it could be pretty extreme in China and places like that. And, you know, if you go and get a girl's number and, and they see it, man, it's, it's over. You know, they can't talk to you anymore because they're going to lose face and there's, there's a lot of other stuff going on. So, I, you know, I... In the yeah. West, in the West, that 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 doesn't really happen. You know, there's not girls as extreme as that, but there are probably some girls moving more towards that angle rather than the party girl. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, another cool thing I thought was uh, the, the 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 stuff about getting your ex girlfriend back because you know I know a lot of guys actually kind of start getting into dating advice and relationship advice and, and pick up artistry basically because they lost that one girl that they really liked, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And, and they want her back. So, you know, I liked the part uh, of the program where we were, um, you were talking about uh, getting the expert. Could you talk a bit about that? Yeah, so basically the sort of proven method for getting your ex back is, is social circle game, which is basically, you know, mm-hmm. not getting like all bitter you know, not acting all emotional, which it's going to take, I mean, especially if you're new, that's going to be really, really difficult. But that's, I mean, this is just, I'm just telling you, like, this is what you got to do if you want your ex back. Yeah. It's not an easy process. Mm-hmm. But, the, but the proven process is to you know, get her in a social circle um, where you're, you know, dating other girls, talking to other girls, and she's just a friend of yours. Mm. Right. And she knows that. I mean, she broke up with you, presumably. Right. So she should be completely cool with it. The thing is, what starts happening when she sees you have all these success with other women, and then the jealousy starts to get amped up. And then you can, you know, close her based off that. And once you close her, then you can restart the relationship. So that's the basic method that I talk about and wonder, like, how to get your girlfriend back. It does require... Um, it's a lot it of emotional self-control. It does, does require, like, really good pickup skills, basically. It's not an easy thing to do by any means. Mm. Well, because most most guys are emotional, and you know, if you're going to stay friends with her and have her in your social circle, potentially with other guys around you, you know, I think the biggest challenge for the guys is not to get emotional about that and start showing it, right? Yeah, absolutely, right. You gotta, you, you, you no matter how much it hurts, you have to be, you know, Hindu cow. But here's the thing. The thing that happens, I mean, you should be practicing all this stuff anyway. So I, I said it's extremely difficult. Well, it's extremely difficult for a guy that just broke up with us or just got dumped. And he's starting to pick up a week later, right? Mm. Because basically what what usually happens, this is from years of experience, this guy start off with, I want to get that girl back. Then they, if they really practice the methods, what ends up happening is they extremely quickly realize that um, that she wasn't the one and they like you know picking up other girls. And they start going on a bunch of dates with a bunch of different girls mm. and that's how they find their next Wonder Girl, which is really the appropriate method, right? Mm-hmm. Me giving you a system called the Wonder System that's really good at getting one girl doesn't really make you more likely at finding her, right? Like you still got to date multiple girls. So I mean, that's in the system too. It's like you know, you got to you got to go out with multiple girls, and um, you know, the real fate sort of happens when when you put the work in. Like a lot of guys, well, most men in the world today, because they live in such a place of scarcity, because they they can't get what they want by pressing a button, essentially. And doing a little work, they can't get what they want. So then, the first girl they meet, or the second girl they meet, or the only hot one, or whatever. If there's anything special about her, they start to rationalize that until she's the one. Right. And that's right. why I have a fifty percent divorce rate. That's why I right. don't. I'm on other reasons for the divorce rate, but well, it's probably the biggest ones. Male, yeah. male desperation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so I mean, right. let's talk about keeping her because I, I I think I think part of the problem what you're talking about is that you know I, I I've seen this a lot is someone starts studying some dating advice and stuff. And, you know, like you say, they, the next girl they find or the next or the second girl they hook up with and they, you know, and they become girlfriend, boyfriend again. And he, ha- he hasn't really had time to uh, learn from experience um, those skills, as you're saying, like right. pick, up, pick right. up artist skills or, or dating skills, whatever you want to call them. Um, and, and so what you're suggesting is that there should be a period of uh, dating multiple women yeah, in order whatever, to yeah. learn it's mandatory, right? Because you're exactly right. I mean, if, if a dude just gets in a relationship right away and then he's struggling how to keep the girl in the relationship when that's his third relationship, yeah. I mean, it's pretty much a no-win situation because he can't learn what he needs to learn to keep her in the relationship. It's basically impossible. Like, Because the way you keep girls, I mean, well, let's talk about how to keep girls, right? Yeah. Like, How do you actually – my thing 
that I'm sort of very proud of since I learned this thing is that, and I haven't, you know, released the method. I haven't like written a book about it, although it's definitely coming. Like I'm definitely going to do a relationship product because the game changes in the relationship. And if you're a really good sort of player at the pickup side, you can pretty much figure it out. But, you know, unless you have a lot of experience, it's, you know, it's hard. It's hard for a guy to just figure out. Like there's definitely advice that I need to give to people on that topic. But just to sort of start off with the basics is, you know, in a relationship, it's all about sort of, you know, being able to work out conflict in a sort of pick-up appropriate way. That's one thing that's big, and it's a big difference from what people conventionally do. Because what guys conventionally do is, like, she misbehaves, they get upset, they start talking to her about it, and yeah. it all goes south. Whereas the appropriate way to handle bad behavior from a girl is, even if you're in a relationship, because remember, she's just being emotional, right? Like, no matter what you say at that point, you know, with, hey, this is inappropriate, she's probably not going to, you know, go your way. She's probably not going to, like... Uh, be cool with you know this thing that's happening so so what you do is you handle it in a pickup perspective and then when she's calmed down you later go back and address it right so totally essentially totally. like you know and how do you how do you okay just just an interesting point here how long do you find it takes someone to calm down and get back into the state where you should address it in, in I mean of, it could be 10 minutes later but usually I like the next day Right, right. I think, I, like in my experience, it, it depends on the girl as well. Like some girls, it can take a day, and then other girls, it can be an hour. And you know, and and some girls, it really always has to be a day because they get very fired up. And is that is that your experience? Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, it's, you just calibrate it to the girl. I mean, ultimately, because what you want to do is you want to. When, when she's into you again and not pissed off, that's when right. that's the best time to affect change. And after that, or once you set the rules and she starts to misbehave again, you'd be like, baby, we talked about this, mm -hmm. right? And so now you have like a reference point in her past that you can use to control the behavior in the now. But the first time you have a blow up, you generally don't sort of handle it like the way a therapist would tell you to handle it, which is talk it out, <laughs> right? Like, you know... Right, the right. Conventional advice is just immediately have a big conversation about it, which is oftentimes will just result in an even bigger blow up that's really unnecessary. Yeah. Right. Totally. So, um, so that's the jam right there, right? It's like basically you want to. Um, that's one example of what to do in relationships that's different from, from conventional wisdom. Okay. All right. Well, it's like as soon as we're on the topic of talking about dating multiple girls, so. I was saying like it's important to date multiple girls when even if you're looking for a girlfriend, which is you know probably most guys' situation, uh, mm -hmm. because you, you're going to learn from experience um, things that are necessary in a relationship to keep the girl. So there's basically you know if if you see your wonder girl and you know you haven't got the experience in a way, there's like no point in getting her if you can't keep her, right? If right. she's really that important to you, so. Exactly. Um, you know, the NSA system was, uh, was the one you put out more recently, and that's more focused on the aspect of the, the maintaining multiple girl relationships. Right, it's basically how to maintain relationships with multiple girls that are only sleeping with you, and they know you're dating other people, and they're not serious, right? Right, right. And today that's pretty normal, like in many situations, like, you know, depending on, you know, where, where you live and stuff, but, you know, it's, it's, I, it's become more culturally like acceptable, socially acceptable. Would you use so? Uh, the, but the the thing that I do in NSA that's because it's true that as so, so as culture advances, the casual hookups becoming more normal because it's more aligned with human nature. Like it's just the truth, particularly for men. Mm. It's not more aligned with human nature for women. Women want to lock the guy down. So the thing that the NSA system goes into over top of just getting the girl and dating. Because remember, it's like. Dating multiple women, you got to do whether you're looking at Wonder System or NSA System, right? It's just it's in both. The thing that NSA does that Wonder doesn't is it goes into how to have multiple women at once and have them for long periods of time without losing them, right? Like which is a, a big challenge because ultimately they all want to lock you down at some level, and there's basically just rules and techniques I give you to basically extend the multiple relationships as long as possible. And, and the reason for that is simple. It's just efficiency, right? It's like if you don't lose your sets, then you don't have to pick up near, anywhere near as much, and you have way more control. And the other cool thing about it is 
you can at any point decide to take a girl that's, you know, a multiple girl, been your multiple girlfriend for, say, three months, and turn her into a, you know, a wonder girl, right? Like, a, you know, an exclusive girlfriend. So that's like a trial period, right? So right. you can it's, see, it's I mean, I'd, I'd suggest, yeah. I mean, I think it's becoming more popular, but I, I, I think it's the appropriate, you know, everyone should be doing that, right? Find out who she really is, you know, and, you know, don't get too stuck in there. Like in, in, in an essay, you talk a bit about uh, um, the difficulty of backing out. If you go straight into a relationship with a girl, it's harder to back out. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, and it's impossible to back out. Like if you, if you, if you, you go in the boyfriend frame, yeah. And then and then you're kind of stuck there. And then when you try to back out, you usually lose the set. That's just kind of like universal truth. Yeah. I've never found a real sort of solution for that. It's like if she's really into you and she's spending all this time with you and she's over the house and you're like, baby, I want to see other people, you're done. Right? So the key, and and this is I mean, guys make this mistake all the time, is they, you know, they'll have that one girl and they let her they'll let they unknowingly will let her develop a relationship frame an exclusive sorry an exclusive relationship frame around the relationship mm -hmm. right so what you want to do is avoid that because if you don't avoid that you're kind of done there's really no no fixing it right it's it's like basically impossible like if, if you're seeing one woman and you want to start seeing multiple women and you didn't set up that frame early then you're, you're it's just not gonna happen. okay so what's what's one way you know when you first start seeing a girl um uh, what is there, like, I, I guess most guys are going to think they have to have a talk, a sit-down talk about it. But so, you know, what, what is the, the first thing you should do to make sure she doesn't start getting into the girlfriend mode? Well, the first thing I do is before I sleep with her, I say I'm not boyfriend material. Right. And that's, that's the verbal. And then after that, you get into, like, the things that you're doing to sort of, you know, don't have her over three nights a week, have her over one night a week. When she starts to bring up a certain, like, hey, I want to be your girlfriend conversation, I got specific handlers for that. Um, it's about an hour of material, like different little things that you need to do to right. basically keep right. that under control. And are there girls who, uh, you know, when, when you say I'm not boyfriend material, are there girls that will just, you know, the binary like, oh, zero, like, uh, I'm not going to do anything with this guy? Because I'm sure that's a, that's a fear, you know, that a lot of guys are going to have is like, you know, if, if, if I don't say that, you know, if I say in some way that I'm not boyfriend material, that I can't be her boyfriend, then she's not going to be interested in me and I'm going to lose her. Yeah, so, I mean, basically, you're only going to make it that upfront and that obvious when really she is just a hookup. But to be fair, I've never lost a set when I've said that. Mm -hmm. Like, I've never, because usually you say it way later, like, you just got to say it before you insert slot A into tab B, right? So if you're already that far along... You generally, I mean, she's already so into you and so invested that you generally won't lose the set. Although I'm sure it's possible and I'm sure it's happened. Is there? But it hasn't happened to me. Right. Is what I'm saying. It's like, and if, but a lot of girls, I mean, honestly, like, I'm not, you know, we're out here doing a TV show. We're doing the residential. Like, everything's going amazing. You know, it, like, this show is going to be probably, I mean, I'm, I mean, I can't really talk about the content, but it's, it's like, you know, we put together the first pilot and we watched it and we're just like, yeah, there's nothing like this on television. People are going to freak out. It's going to be awesome. But, like, as I'm here, like, I'm actively actually looking for a girlfriend, right? I'm going through the process. So a lot of girls, you know, are boyfriend material. And then, you know, what happens is, you know, a really easy way to sort of, you know, push back on a set that you didn't explicitly disqualify with I'm not boyfriend material is just when she starts to behave badly, you just see her less. You know, at that point, she becomes, you know, you know, casual in that way, right? And a lot it's of like girls, de facto casual. Right. Like, you know, like, it's, yeah, exactly. It's like de facto casual. Like, if she starts to behave badly, you're just going to see her less. Therefore, now she can't expect to be the girlfriend. Right? Like, she's not right. going to be like, yeah, we should get together and be permanent when we're fighting all the time. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, and, and interestingly, like, if you have that frame, if you're seeing her once a week, she's – because one of the things – I, I think it's important is is with her friends what she tells her friends, right? If you're seeing her once once per week, she's not gonna probably take the risk of telling her friends that you know you're you're her serious boyfriend or there's something serious because that's the kind of thing that can start causing drama and problems for you later because now she's upset because you know she's lost face with her friends and so on. It gets more complicated, would you say? Yeah, absolutely. 
right? So, I mean, girls will just, if you're the casual, she'll, she'll introduce you as the friend. She'll see you once a week. She won't talk much about you. Right. Yeah. So, that's, they usually talk about something else. Should you, should you call her a friend, like, when you introduce her to people? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the things. That's absolutely one of the things. You, if you introduce a girl as your girlfriend, like, you make that mistake once, then you're like, oh, you're already on the dark path. That <laughs> not even her bad behavior can get you out of. Right, because it's like pretty much, if you go down the path of boy girl and then she behaves badly, then she expects you to work it out with her. Right, like, like, whereas if you're casual with her and she behaves badly, you don't see her. She doesn't expect that to get worked out. She just expects to keep seeing you once a week. Right. Cool. All right. So I just wanted to go back to something else, link it to something else we were saying before, which was you know you brought up a few times suspending suspending them between hope and doubt. Mm-hmm. And that is that is that connected with this? Uh, you know, I'm not boyfriend material. Um, yes, thing? They, they 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 go together, but they don't. Um, they're they're separate concepts that just happen to dovetail, right? They're they're not like the same thing. Suspending the hope and doubt you do in every pickup. When you say I'm not boyfriend material, you happen to keep the hope and doubt suspended. But you're also, you know, sending a frame for what's going to happen with the relationship. I guess, I guess to be clear, what I'm saying is, is that it is is it better to keep it a little bit uncertain in some respects? I mean, if if you're joking around and you're saying, um, you know, I'm I'm not boyfriend material. It's it's not like saying, look, I cannot be uh, your boyfriend. I don't do that, right? It's not you're not having like a direct conversation. Uh, which some, like, you know, I've seen some people do. They say, "Look, I can't be your." Actually, one of my buddies did it last week. So, you know, I can't be um, your boyfriend. And so the girl got all upset. And um, yeah, there is definitely a little, little more hope in I'm not boyfriend material, right? Like if you straight up tell a girl, "Look, there's no way we can be boy girl ever. Period. Not gonna happen." That's not what I'm. That's not the intention, and it's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, if she really blows you away, you know, you may end up with her. Like, I've never, like, I can be honest and say mo- almost all the women I sleep with, at some level, they are girlfriend material. It's just sometimes it's a 1% chance and sometimes it's 50, right? So so I kind of calibrate what I say to her to that. But ultimately, it's not your job to sit there and be like, all right, well, I need to figure out exactly where she's at so she doesn't get hurt later. That's not your job. Like, as a free human being, it's your job to be fundamentally more or less honest and let her decide, right? When you say you're not boyfriend material, you know, to me that's sufficient, right? I, I won't go more into it. Then, then she'd be like, what do you mean? What do you mean? You know, I'll be like, well, you know, over time I haven't had a lot of great relationships, but I have had, had, I've had, I have had a few. I'll be honest with her, right? And she can... You know, it's up to her to decide if she wants to read the manual for how to pick pickup artists up and, and read that and, you know, make me her boyfriend, right? It's like... Right. Well, well yeah, yeah, and the and the other thing is, like, sex is, you know, have, having having sex, right, because we're talking about hooking up and having, having, having sex, is one step towards learning more about them, and, like, no one should... It's, it's probably not a good idea to start a relationship or think you're having a relationship before that's happened, because that's one aspects of learning about each other and, um, you know, steady build it, building the relationship. So the, f- the fact that you're framing that you're not boyfriend material um, before hooking up is is probably setting a more realistic expectation in some way. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Because, I mean, it's at least it's like suspending the hope if she's got kind of unrealistic views on that. Um, about, yep. Yeah. This is this has been a great talk. Um, it was it was it was kind of, it was kind of funny and cool to have you uh, doing a live phone call on on the on the podcast too. So thanks for that. And by the way, you just said something about the TV show. I didn't really know like what that was about. Have you got some TV show coming up? Oh yeah yeah we got uh we're getting produced by the True Life people from MTV. And well, uh, what are you what are you doing live live in film stuff or? Well it's, yeah what's well, that? But it's mostly focused around it's like. It's, it's about pickup without, like, all the technical stuff. It's about the power that students get and, you know, people that do this get. And basically, I mean, when you get the ability to have, make everybody like you in a matter of a minute or two, mm-hmm. it generates a lot of natural drama, a lot of interesting ethical questions, and just a lot of fun. 
Mm. And that's basically what the show is about. It's not a contest show. It's not a show where like people are getting eliminated. People are learning, but we're not really showing the learning. It's like we're basically casting pickup in the light that it should be cast in, which is it's an awesome magical thing that does magical stuff. And um, is it is it like a documentary? It sounds more like a documentary than a you know. It's not a reality TV show, like you're saying. No, it's. I mean, I I really can't. It's. It's right, you're not allowed. Right, I get it. You're not allowed. If you take like the best shows on TV, like if you mix the Kardashians and and the pickup artist and uh, and Jersey Shore, you basically get this kind of right, and that's really all the most I can say at this point. Okay. Um, and when's that? When's that due? Like, what's what's um, the timeline? I'll know, I'll know that exactly when it's coming out and what channel it's coming out. Mm. Like, we're basically shooting here for another two months you know, in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. Um, you know, with me and the staff and, and some of the students that want to sign releases and, and, and a lot of girls. And it's just, uh, you know, I really hope to, there's definitely, there's, there's you know, I, there's definitely some just like fun stuff. But at the same time, it'll, I'm hoping it'll really sort of transform the way pickups viewed because we're not sticking like this. Oh, you say this and she'll be into you, you know, type shit in the audience's face. Right. 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 What we're right. doing is like showing, you know, the beauty of uh, and, and the art of it. It's like, it's like a, a show about magic where you never explain, you know, what the, how the magic was accomplished. And then if you think about all the magic shows out there, that's exactly what they do. Like, they, you know, Chris Angel ain't on TV explaining how he made like the car disappear, right? <laughs> and that's basically what we're doing here for pickup. That that sounds that sounds great. You know, I really I really hope it has that kind of imp- impact. That would be uh, great for everyone involved. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, people that's, that's people studying it, you know, people learning about it, being more open, learning more about life. It'd be great. Okay. Um, all right. Well, good luck with that. You know, I hope it goes really well. Look forward to uh, seeing it. Um, yeah, thanks for the call, and I'll be in touch soon, man. Rock and roll. Thanks, Angel. Great call. Thanks. You can find out more about today's podcast and dating instructor on Dating Skills Review. Google Dating Skills Review or Dating Skills Podcast, and you'll be there. For first-timers on the podcast, Dating Skills Review is the largest database of dating advice on the planet. If it exists, we have it. Before you do anything else, read anything else, listen to anything else about dating, sex, or attraction, download our free manual, Fast Track, 7 Rules to Get Good with Women in Months, Not Years. You can download it right from the Dating Skills Review homepage. That's datingskillsreview.com. It will teach you the best-in-class learning strategy that the top dating instructors in the world have used to get good with women. Readers say it's flawless. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes and give us a five-star review. Those reviews help to increase our iTunes ranking and spread the word. Dating Skills Review wouldn't be what it is today without your feedback and support, so a big thanks there. This is Angel Donovan from Dating Skills Review. Get working on those skills hard this week, because next week we're taking another step up to mastering your dating life. Dating Skills Podcast is brought to you by Dating Skills Review. Dating Skills Review is the Amazon.com of dating advice for men. If it exists, we have it. We help you find the best advice fast. So you can get good with women in months, not years. Learn more at www.datingskillsreview.com.